Hey, this is the Start Rising podcast. I'm your host, Katie Cordier. I'm a knowledge seeker, uplifter, and a dog mama. This podcast is about inspiring you to start rising, becoming the best version of you, and by doing this, lifting up those around you. Along the way, we will hear inspiring lessons, strategies, and how to be unapologetic in the pursuit of what lights you up. You can expect weekly episodes. I started this podcast because I want to remind everyone to see the light and the gift that you bring to the world and to push back on the resistance when it shows up. Nothing can stop you if you truly want it. This podcast is for people who want more out of life. I hope you learn, love, and are lifted up. I want to be on the sidelines reminding you that you can do it and you will. Lean in, friend. I'm glad you're here. Hey, and welcome back to the Start Rising podcast. You are back here with Katie Cordier coming to you for this week's episode. This week's episode, I want to talk to you about what's really getting in your way. That's a topic that a lot of us tend to I suppose externalize because we have we've been told that we need to get permission from someone else or we need to wait for something else externally to be gifted to us or to give us that permission slip that hall pass or however you want to look at it in order to do the things we want to do we're kind of sitting waiting for permission as opposed to realizing that the only person that's going to give you the permission that you need is really truly going to come from yourself and that's something that I feel like a lot of us hold back with especially when it comes to um, doing our own like entrepreneurial thing doing something uh, putting something on Etsy that that we would like to do or sell or make or start a podcast like reach out to someone about an opportunity a lot of us feels probably feel like we need to wait for that thing to come to us or we need to wait for a better time in order to make that thing happen make that switch make that transition help whatever that is whether that's a new job whether that's um, something personal leaving relationships starting a relationship doing a sport something along those lines or if you're a parent like waiting for your kids to get to a certain stage before you take time for yourself I'm here to tell you that nothing is going to come externally from anyone to give you that permission slip and it's something that school taught us that it needed to come external. Really what it is and the probably reason that meditation is so huge is there's the ability to turn inwards and give that permission slip to ourself. I think we've been a little bit misled. A little bit conditioned differently to see to seek external because that was part of the way that you were conditioned through school is believing that you needed to seek permission from someone else you needed to do something to validate someone else when realistically when you get out into the big wide world that validation needs to come from yourself and yourself alone and there's never going to be a perfect time to start the scary thing start the podcast start your business take the leap from one job to another however that whatever that big scary thing is the good thing is 
the time that you spent worrying about making the transition or making the startup or doing whatever it is, the time you spent fretting over it and worrying about it is likely so much more than actually just doing the thing. If you actually just did the thing, it would take so much less time and there would be so much less pressure on you to do it. Because I think it's, what's that thing that worrying, worrying about something happening, you're worrying twice. You're worrying in preparation for something to happen and then if it happens, you're worrying again. So why not just take the action? Get things aligned the way you need to as best you can. Um, start doing the thing, start gathering the resources for what you need. Start brainstorming if it's something that's, say it's a podcast, maybe you're brainstorming episodes, maybe it's something you want to offer, t-shirts or something like that through Printful. What are the different variations you can do just to start you with? Why are we spending so much time procrastinating and living in a sense of fear and kind of waiting for someone else to come to us with that golden ticket. You are the golden ticket. You are your own permission slip and it's only you. I think a lot of us expend a lot of worry, a lot of fear, a lot of frustration, like a whole host of things to say that we can't make a change. And we justify that whether that's um, one reason or another. What it comes down to is essentially it's fear. It's, it's fear that's, that you're thinking that the thing on the other side of the door is scarier than the mud you're stuck in right now. The thing is you are the one that holds the power and you are the one that is able to make that change. So I want to encourage you to start with, I think, awareness is the first step awareness to what your current situation is, awareness to where you want to go and where you are right now. And then the next step is reflection. Well, okay, well, how, what is, what are some things that I can start to do to move to this next thing? Because no one has the map from the start to the finish line all the way through with anything. Not when they're starting out at least, not unless they've done it again and again and rinsed and repeat and got a tried and true method. It's something that the biggest and scariest step you're gonna make is that first step. But it's also such the rewarding step forward to know that you are being true to yourself. You are not putting yourself through hell. You are not um, accepting something that you're less of. This is something that if it's in your heart, if there's a desire there, whether that's entrepreneurial side, whether that's job side, whether that's moving somewhere new. The good things in life are scary and I'll share from personal experience. So when I was in my second year in university, I decided that because my other attempts, if you've, if you've listened to some of my other podcast episodes, I kind of share my story going from Australia to the United States and how I faced an awful lot of roadblocks there and how a whole host of resilience needed to be used in order to get me to that point. Um, basically, I decided in my second year of going through university that I wanted to study abroad since everything else had fallen through. I happened to go to, they had like a, like a career fair, they had a booth with other international students and we 
I just kind of happened to go there and talk with them and I thought, hey, you know what, maybe this is scary as all shit for me, being someone who um, the furthest away I'd moved was four, well gosh, four and a half hours south from my hometown. Um, that this was something that moving halfway around the world for a semester abroad was hugely scary. Yet I knew that there was growth opportunities and there was something on the other side that I was like, you know what, I've wanted to go here for a while. If I can make my classes work and still that way graduate in time, then let's let's do this, let's give this a go. And then as the universe would have it, once I made that decision that I wanted to go, everything else around me started falling down. It just started crumbling and in a good way though, like there was going to be no fluff left to um, basically give me a reason to back out at the last minute. And being someone who is very much a um, homebody, someone who was an introvert, someone who had never moved that far away from their parents ever, and hell, at that time I think I was, uh, it was like every other weekend I was driving all the way back to be with my family, to like be with my parents and my sister and my like friends and, and that kind of stuff. But I'd made that decision that I was going to do something scary. And I think that was hugely scary for me to get on a plane and go halfway around the world to know absolutely no one. So that was huge and that was the scary thing and I had no idea what that would look like. I had like a little bit of an idea. I knew that I would be there for a semester and hopefully meet new people, hopefully meet some other Australians there too. And I knew at the end of the semester I'd be coming back to my like safety net. Um, putting myself out there was huge and it was the scary part but it was also the best thing I've ever done and yeah huge huge leaps and bounds and things like that but those things that make you that you you kind of see that you would love to do it for that split second that you feel that I suppose bliss and joy and excitement of like wow that wouldn't that be amazing if you capture that emotion and that feeling right before your brain switches into practicality mode or fear mode or protection mode, like that ego is part of yourself, if you're able to hold on to those emotions and lock those in, those will be the driving force for you making any of this change, as opposed to waiting to let the rational brain kick in and then basically pick away at your, <laughs> like, I imagine like a house, a little I don't know, you, you know those that game, it was like called Kaplunk, where it was like a cylinder, clear cylinder, you had these sticks that you stuck in and across in all which crisscross patterns, and then you poured marbles on top, and then you pulled them out, and the goal was to like not be the person to have all the marbles drop, and like if all the marbles dropped on you when you pulled a stick out, you were the one that lost. Anyway, I, <laughs> I, I, I process that way sometimes, but um, basically it's your like your ego and your protection brain that's pulling those sticks out hoping to pull enough fluff out of that argument for what you hope you want and you're hoping to just continue with it and not let that take the, that away the thing that I want you to take away from this chat is knowing that if there is something that you are gravely unhappy with or if there's something that you are really wanting to do hear me when I say this out of love 
Why the fuck not? If you have that desire, why the fuck shouldn't you do the thing you want to do? If you want to start that business, why the fuck not? <laughs> like, why why not take that, um, like, I don't know, vacation to somewhere? Like, why not figure that out? Don't let your rational brain be the reason that takes away your chances. We're only here for a limited amount of time, and I am sure as shit our intention was not to be just stuck in something we don't like or sitting on dreams that we have and not experiencing them because why would we be given the ability to have those dreams if we couldn't act on them life is too short to be just stuck in procrastination in the mud of an idea or in the justification why why you can't do something it's so easy it's so easy to let that slip and it's so easy to get distracted with the extra stuff around it like oh no I have to I have to do XYZ I need to take care of this 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 or there's other stop yourself and ask yourself is uh, is this a limiting belief is this protection because I think majority of the time you'll find those excuses are just protection baked in something else and typically that shows up as a limiting belief it would be a fantastic idea. I don't know if it's, if you're someone who wants to get out a pen and paper and like write down whatever it is, like I want to start my own business and write down the feelings that it makes you feel on one side of the page, say so divide the page into two, left side write down the feelings that that idea brings you. And then on the right hand side, if there's any kind of beliefs and blocks and things like that, like oh, I can't do that because this, follow it with why the fuck not, or whatever statement you like. And obviously this is probably, the this is the episode that I think I've sworn the most at, but it's to light a fire under you, to get you to really look at it. At the end of the day, I hope that what I say encourages you to move on, get a move on. Like, gosh, I think my mum would always say like, come on, get a move on, let's go, let's go. Like moving when we needed to like get out the door or something like that. But why couldn't that statement apply to your dreams? Why couldn't that apply to if you're unhappy um, doing something? If there's something in your life that doesn't make you happy, I mean, if majority of the time things aren't going to be rosy the whole time, but if it's gravely affecting you, if eight out of ten times there's a level of frustration, just unhappiness, if there's something you don't like that that needs to go on the on the list to try and make a change because there's no point to suffering there's no point to putting it off there's no point to if you're not a <laughs> you're not a tree you can move like what's that sorry for my bad analogies but like you're not a tree you can move and heck they can even move trees if they need to move trees so just know that I believe in you, that I know that golden permit permission slip, that golden ticket is inside of you, and to take that action to make the plan. I think you'll be really surprised with when you write it down and actually embody those feelings before that logical brain kicks in. I think you'll really surprise yourself with how far you can go and what you can achieve. When you see other people achieving the things that you want to achieve, or like this person succeeding in something, know that 
A, that's proof that you can do it too. If someone else can do something that you want, that means you can do it too. And B, the thing that blew my mind within the last year is thinking that every big corporation or big like company or big, big something, like it started with one person's idea. There was an idea in one person's brain that then they might have brought someone else into that kind of snowballed it. But the idea for something started in one person's brain. And an example of that is um, last year we went to Estes Park in Colorado. And for those of you who are not familiar with that, there is a beautiful, gosh, it's been a bit, um, basically the Stanley Hotel, which is the... Um, Oh, I'm going to remember the writer of it, but basically, oh, The Shining. The, um, the gentleman who wrote The Shining, he stayed at this hotel and wrote it and basically revived it. But essentially, the reason that that hotel existed was because there was someone who came out from, I think it was one of the coasts. He'd been given a, um, a, not, a not an ideal health prognosis. And essentially, he traveled to this beautiful park, place in Estes Park. There wasn't much of it and basically he wanted to live out his last years living well and um, basically he wasn't given much time so he decided he's going to commission people to come here and make this beautiful hotel and that was where he was going to live and enjoy and actually because of the um, basically the, the clean air the fresh air the, the lifestyle that he changed reversed the diagnosis he was given and he lived a long life but this beautiful hotel it just I didn't we didn't stay there we did a tour and we had dinner there and things like that but it's just beautiful it's it's in the rocky mountain foothills essentially and there's this beautiful like hotel that just comes out of nowhere and you think wow like who would have thought to put this here but yet doesn't it look so magnificent it all started with one person's idea one person had an idea and that's what's come from this and then the flow-on effects from that it just is exponential for so many things so I just want you to think of that that as you reach towards things that you want such big ideas such big things come from one person's idea and why the fuck can't you not be that person that's my thought for you this week thank you so much for tuning in and listening I had a great time talking to you and would love to hear from you if there's anything you'd like to reach out and I'll drop my Instagram which is at Katie Cordier and feel free to send me a DM. And yeah, thank you so much for spending time with me today and talk to you later. Thank you so much for tuning. If you feel this resonated with you, please share on your social media and tag me at Katie Cordier and that's C-A-I-T-I-C-O-U-R-T-I-E-R. And that will be in the show notes for the spelling. And I would also love to hear from you. It would be great for you to share a review. It helps others find the podcast. And if before you submit it, you take a screenshot of it, um, since it would go through the platform for reviewing, and send me an email over at startrisingpodcast, and that's all one word, at gmail.com. And in return to say thank you, I will send you a list of my favorite books and podcasts that I'm going through at the moment. And you know me, I absolutely love to learn. I'm always listening and things like that. Um, yes, it would be fantastic to have your support. And that's it for now. And thank you. And I'll see you on the next episode.